And good morning, everyone. Welcome to Firstborn Ministries. So glad that you're able to be with us here today. This is Palm Sunday, and we have great joy in the Lord. And just as surely as Jesus Christ rode into Jerusalem with triumph and victory, we have triumph and victory in our hearts today. I pray, God, that you would have uh, your way in this service today. We pray, Lord, that your Spirit would be poured out in every place where every man and woman that is watching today. I pray the blessings of God upon each and every person who is here. I pray, Father, that you would send the word out to those that are listening and that you would lift their hearts and lift their spirits and let them know that God is alive and well and that he still has the answer to every challenge and problem that we have. Join us today as we worship the Lord with all of our hearts and we give God praise in this place today. God bless you. We're glad that you're here today. Amen.
thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I've heard the tender whispers of love in the dead of night, and you tell me that you are pleased and that I'm never alone. You're Your love is devoted, 
believe we're going to see a victory through this, all crisis and everything. If you believe that, just raise your hand, even in your family room or your living room. Wherever you're at, just worship God with us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. Yes, hallelujah. When the darkness falls, it won't The God we serve knows only how to triumph. Yes. My God will never fail. Sing that again. Hallelujah. Oh, my God will never fail. I'm going to see all
so thankful that the battle belongs to the Lord. Let's worship Him together just for a moment. Father, we thank You because there's no battle that You have ever lost, Lord. You are the God that is the unconquered King, and we thank You for that. We look to You today, and we give You praise for victory in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. We're so glad that You have joined us today uh, for this uh, live uh, broadcast here from Firstborn Ministries where we are doing our best to take Jesus as He is to people as they are. We're located at 8213 North Alpine Road in Loves Park. Our phone number is 815-633-0030. And so thank you so much for watching today and being a part of this wonderful service on this Palm Sunday this morning. In just a few moments, we're going to be changing the order of the service, and uh, we're going to be hearing a wonderful message from the Word of God, an encouraging, life-changing, strengthening, powerful, biblical message from the Word of God, God's Word, the Bible. Amen. And so I know that you'll be looking forward to that. Uh, usually at this time of the service, we have what we refer to as our worship time for offering, where we bring our tithe and we bring our offerings to the Lord. And there have been several that have asked me, how can we give our tithe? How can we give our offerings since we're not able to be in physical service? Well, there's a couple of ways you can do that. Uh, on the, uh, the church website, don't do it now, but maybe at the end of the service, there is a give tab that is there. And you can give online. And so you could do that. That makes it real easy to be able to give uh, by, way of, uh, uh, by way of the internet. And then also you could mail your tithe and your offering to the church. And that, lo that location address is Firstborn Ministries at 8213 North Alpine Road. Uh, several of you have already been doing that. And we thank you so much for your continued uh, support and your faithfulness in giving into the work of God. Um, we continue to have our food pantry that is open every Thursday from 8 o'clock until 10 o'clock. And if you are coming to be a part of that, please stay in your car. And we have uh, willing and able, uh, safe workers that are there ready to be able to wait upon you. And so, but please stay in your car, pull up, and they will go ahead and load your car up with the groceries. Thank you so much to Sister Marcia and uh, Brother Randy and Sister Julie Pingle and all of the staff that is a part of that. Also, we want to remind you that tonight we have service beginning at 5 o'clock. Sister Jessica Marquez uh, is going to be speaking for us this evening. Many of you will remember Sister Marquez when she was here last year with us. Several wonderful uh, things happened. Some miracles happened while she was here. And we're expecting God to do some great things in the service tonight as well. So you'll not want to miss that. That's at 5 o'clock this evening uh, she will be speaking. And so when you tune in to uh, either uh, Roku or uh, Facebook Live, or you go to the uh, church's website, firstbornupc.com. Make sure that uh, you call somebody or you tag somebody. And uh, some people are even having what's called a watch party so that others can jump on and they can view the services as well. So please <clears throat> be reminded of that. 
And uh, I know that you'll be blessed. I know that you'll be encouraged for that. Next week, our schedule. You say, we have a schedule even when we're not able to be there physically at the church? Well, yes, we do. The church is not shut down. We're just doing church in a different way. The church is not shut down. It will never shut down. Jesus Christ said upon this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And so uh, we're just continuing to do things in a little bit of a different capacity. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday is family devotion. That begins at 8 o'clock, and uh, that's with Pastor Anthony, Sister Heather, and uh, for pa- with Peyton. That's at 8 o'clock. Wednesday night is uh, 7.30 where we have praise and worship where we do that from our home, from our uh, family room, and uh, we'll look forward to seeing you there at that time. Friday night is Holy Ghost Friday. It's my understanding that we had one person receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost this last Friday on Holy Ghost Friday. Amen. And that's all right. We thank God for that. Saturday, there is a youth service that begins at 6 o'clock, and so you'll want to make sure to take part of that as well. Take part in that as well for all of the young people. And speaking of the youth, Pastor Rob called this morning, and he wanted uh, us t- to wish uh, Xander a happy birthday from Pastor Rob and Sister Kelly and all of the youth department. So happy birthday, Xander. We're glad that uh, you uh, have a, a birthday today, and we hope it's a great day for you. Amen. And we have one more announcement. All right. We have also P7 at 4 o'clock on Tuesday on Zoom. All right. Peyton had to remind me of that. Sorry, Peyton. P7 at 4 o'clock on Tuesday. I think it'd be good right now before we change the order of the service is that we pray for our president, our nation, our leaders, all of the uh, first responders and the people that are out there working uh, so hard during this difficult time. I want to pray for people's finances as well, and I want to pray that God would just continue to give us strength and help. Let's pray together, can we? Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come to you again today, and we pray from a position of power, from a position of faith and not fear. We are not paralyzed, but we are powerful in you, because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And right now, I lift up our president I pray that you would give this man wisdom and direction. I pray, God, that you would lead him and that as he being led by you, that he would not be afraid to do the things that are best for this nation and for the people. I pray for every one of our leaders, God, on both sides of of the fence, uh, the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, that together we would pull together and that we would see a mighty, mighty a cure for what we are facing right now. Lord, let there be greater unity than we have ever seen in our lifetime. Bless these men and bless these women, the city and the county government as well. I pray, Father, for all of the first responders, the medical men and women, and the fire officials and the police officers and all those that are working in the, uh, in the shopping centers, Lord. <clears throat> for groceries. I pray that your blessings would rest upon them. I pray, God, that you would keep them safe, and Lord, that you would protect them. I pray, Father, today 
that you would minister to those that are in need of healing. Thank you for raising up people that we know already. We give you praise for a good report. I pray for those that are suffering financially, Lord, that you would supply all of their need according to your riches and glory. You own the cattle on a thousand hills. You're the God that has never had any lack. And so we pray for financial blessings in every way. Lord, we thank you for hearing us now. We ask now that you would bless this message as, uh, as pastor comes to be able to preach. Let your will be done and let your people be blessed as well. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And everybody say amen. Amen. God bless you today. bless you and keep you make his face shine upon you be gracious to you the Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace the Lord upon you and be gracious to you Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace Amen Amen The Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you. Sing it with us wherever you're at. Say amen. amen. Oh, the Holy Ghost is filling your room and it's filled your room. Come on, sing it to him. We sing amen. 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 Come on, sing it again. Amen. We sing amen. favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your children and their children and their children and their children may your favor be upon you for a thousand 
generations and your family and your children and their children and their children may his favor be upon you for a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their sing it again may his favor be upon you for a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children may his presence go before you and behind you and beside you all around you and within you he is with you he is with you in the morning in the evening in your coming and you're going in your weeping and rejoicing he is for you 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 and i'm gonna see a victory i'm gonna see a victory for the battle belongs to you, Lord. And I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. I pray this for you right now. May his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children may his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children Hallelujah. Come on, somebody praise the Lord with me. Whoa, we're going to see a victory. We're going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. Yeah, we're going to see a victory. We're going to see a victory. For the battle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We praise you this morning, Lord. We worship you, Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you're doing in every house, in every workplace, and every car. We thank you, God. If you have your Bibles here this morning, if you'll turn to Mark. Mark, the fourth chapter. Thank you, Jesus. Mark, chapter number four and verse 34 through 41. In your house, if you would like to stand, we always stand here at 8213 North Alpine Road, Firstborn Ministries, to honor the reading of God's Word. It's a tradition that we have, and we would ask that in your home this morning that you would stand with you and your family as we read the precious Word of God. Mark 4 and 34 says, 
But without a parable spake he not unto them. And when they were alone, he expounded all things to his disciples. Wouldn't you have liked to have been in that room? That would have been awesome. And the same day when the even was come, he saith unto them, Let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there was also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hind part of the ship, asleep on a pillow, and they awake him. And say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this? that even the wind and the sea obey him. Kind of sounds like where we are today. A great storm has brought, been brought into our land, and it's beat upon, I know, the ships of your life. And maybe you have even said, Master, don't you know, don't you care that we are perishing, that we have this storm beating upon our families and upon our lives? I believe he is going to come into your house here this morning. He is going to say, don't you just trust me? Just trust me and trust that I will say peace. Be still in your life. I want to preach for the next couple of moments on this subject, the tale of two storms. The tale of two storms. God bless you. You may be seated. In Jesus' name, thank you for standing with us. Amen. Whenever I was a child, I couldn't wait to read the Sunday comics. I remember going home after church and sitting down, getting the Rockford Register Star and bypassing all the news and even the sports. And I went straight for the comics. I loved reading Garfield and finding out if he was eating lasagna that day or if he was messing with Odie. I read The Family Circus and the many others, but my favorite comic of all time was a comic called Peanuts. Charlie Brown and the gang and all of the wonderful different storylines, Linus and his blanket, Lucy pulling the football away from Charlie Brown at the last second, Every single time. But my favorite character in that whole Peanuts comic was a little dog with floppy black ears named Snoopy. Snoopy and his red doghouse. And one of the things Snoopy liked to do was he liked to write stories. Snoopy started writing stories on the top of his doghouse on July 12, 1965. He always takes his trusty typewriter and puts it on the top of his doghouse roof, which I really did not understand how he balanced that typewriter on an A-frame roof, but we will, I guess, never know. But he put that huge typewriter on the top of his skinny doghouse, and there he began to write by saying this. Here's the world's famous author writing. The last ever Peanuts comic strip was February 13th, 
in the year 2000. It features Snoopy and his typewriter on his doghouse. Snoopy always starts that story the same way, and it usually doesn't get any further than that. He says this, It was a dark and stormy night. Often Linus and and Lucy would reread Snoop's work and give him suggestions on how to fix the story. Snoopy does not make, he doesn't make very good use of their suggestions. And in one comic strip, Linus says Snoopy's stories all begin the same way and tells the Beagle he should change that. So Snoopy responds by this, it was a dark and stormy night. In another strip, Lucy says Snoopy's stories would be improved by having more than once upon a time beginning. Something not so harsh to begin with. So Snoopy writes, once upon a time, it was a dark and stormy night. On one Mother's Day comic, Charlie Brown reminds Snoopy to write a letter to his mom. So she knows he hasn't forgotten about her. Everybody say, oh, that's so sweet. Snoopy writes, Dear Mom, I remember when I was born. Wow, I thought there was only one person that remembered that, and that was Monk from that TV show. Everybody's Monk these days, isn't it true? But uh, he said, I remember whenever I was born. It was a dark and stormy night. Snoopy often sends off his stories to be published, and unfortunately the publishers hate his stories and always send him back rejection slips. Sometimes the rejection slips are cruel and personal. One said, we regret to tell you that your story does not suit our present need. On second thought, actually, we don't regret it at all. (laughs) We find out that Snoopy has enough rejection slips for Woodstock to make him a quilt out of the rejection slips that he has. Finally, Snoopy does get a book published, but nobody buys it. What a sad state of an author. I believe if I tried that, maybe I wouldn't do it as many times as Snoopy. I would have quit on the second or third rejection slip. But fear, speaking of fear, it seems like even darkness has fallen on this world that we live in. The United States is in a war with an invisible enemy, as our president has said. And so much fear and uncertainty has clouded people's minds and broken them to their core. The wind and waves of adversity has hit this country. And it seems like when, we, when will we get out of this storm that we all face together? I'm not here this morning to tell you that I have an answer to when life will get back to what we call normal. But I do know this. When I begin to think about the natural wind and rain and how it obeys the master of the universe and how when he says peace, they would have to calm. And if he said pour out of those clouds raindrops, it would rain like it's never rained before because they have to listen to their creator. 
Then a song came back to my memory. Uh, it says, I know the master of the wind. I know the maker of the rain. He can calm the storm. He can make the sun to shine again. I know the master of the wind. I have not come to throw my opinion into the national social debate about COVID-19. But I am here to say that we live in a stormy world. And But just don't... Don't forget that the light of the world has not gone out. Jesus is still the light of the world. The church is still the answer for you and your friends and family today. Let me tell you this morning that there is only one remedy to the problems of this world. And that was blood shed on a cross over 2,000 years ago. As we come into the Easter season, as we remember Palm Sunday, Sunday and them shouting praises to Jesus. Help us never forget that just in a few short days, he would go to a cross. He would go to a whipping post. He would shed his innocent blood for us. And because he did that, it's still the answer today. Come on, somebody. Why don't you put your hands together where you're sitting, where you're standing, and thank God for the blood. I don't have to convince you this morning that the world is confused. It's broken. And we are hurling to the end of this world. But let me tell you, in these dark days, there is hope. I have come to bring hope and deliverance to the captive this morning. There is hope in your problems. There is hope in your situation. There is hope for a better tomorrow. There is hope for you today, ma'am. There is hope for you today sir it doesn't matter how far you've ran the other way against God he's calling you this morning his almighty hand is reaching down into your living room into your bedroom this morning and he's saying come on my blood still flows to you today someone can receive the gift of the Holy Ghost this morning someone can be brought out this morning in a dark and stormy night in our scripture reading, Jesus was teaching to a crowd of people in Mark 4. He taught the parable of the sower, handle under a basket. Parable of the seed growing in the mustard seed parable. After a long day of teaching, it says that the evening had come. And Jesus said, now it's time to pass on to the other side. They took Jesus as he was in the ship. Can I remind you today that is the model of this church, the theme of this church and everything that we do, taking Jesus as he is to people as they are. They took him as he was into that ship, and you have to realize that Jesus was God, but he was also man. He was human just like you and I. He got tired and hungry and thirsty. Just like we do. That's what the scripture was saying here. They said that uh, Jesus was, must have been tired. And there he, he sent the multitude away. And even with that, even the little ships followed them upon that lake or that sea that they were there. Because they wanted to be near him. and Not to lose sight of him. Jesus was so very tired to the point of physical exhaustion. There he laid down in that ship. 
When Jesus said, let's go to the other side, it was local talk for the east side of the Sea of Galilee, which was more like a lake than a sea. It's a fresh body of water. It's now known as Lake Kinneret. Not only was the other side meant as a different side of that lake or the Sea of Galilee, it literally was the other side, both spiritually and culturally. The other side of Galilee was invested in idolatry. They were showplaces for Greek and Roman architecture and culture. Mostly Gentiles composed the other side. Here they could raise a herd of pigs because the Jewish prohibition on pork was not observed on the other side. The Gospel of Mark also tells us the man there was a man living on that other side that they could not control. He was full of demons. He was a demoniac. Terrorizing all who came near him. It was as if they were storming the gates of hell. And this is the time during the darkness that Jesus said, we're going over. We're going to the other side. It was as if they were storming, as I said, the gates of hell when the time of the storm came upon this boat. When the storms come to your life, you are probably doing something right. The enemy isn't going to bother you when you are retreating and not advancing. If you're going backwards, the enemy is not going to try to fight you as much. He's not going to try to fight you tooth and nail. But when the storm is raging in your life, you must be doing something right. The storms in this passage didn't start until they made the decision, let's go to the other side. Someone here this morning, God has been trying to convince you to go to the other side and you have been fighting it because what you will experience on the other side there is someone out there that God has been challenging you to go live on your Facebook page for your friends and your family and start to proclaim the name of Jesus during this dark hour but you're afraid of what people think you're afraid of what will happen let me tell you what will happen just maybe just maybe that person that God has laid on your heart for the past many years will happen to come on your Facebook page at the right moment at the right time you've been trying to get them to this church for a long time it's time for a whole church at Firstborn Ministries get online start proclaiming the name of Jesus who knows what will happen let me tell you this might just be the reason why this is happening in this world. There's some people that would never darken the doors of a church but as they're scrolling on Facebook they'll watch a video and I believe that God can place that video just at the right moment. At the right moment. Just at the right time. There's someone who's been scrolling your Facebook today and you've passed by this service and you started watching this wild man as he's screaming and spitting and hollering to just a few people in the room but you said I feel something different what he's talking about is different than I have ever experienced before I challenge you to wait and watch till the end of this video because God is dealing with your heart I know we are not in our normal traditions one day we will get back to them we will But because you are at home and not at the church, 
let me remind you this morning. The plan of salvation has not changed. The commission of the church has not changed. It's still go make disciples. I know this world might be scary, but I say in Jesus' name, get in the boat. Let's continue to go to the other side. And if you will be in that boat, Jesus will be there with you right beside you. General Patton made a speech prior to D-Day. The date was June 5th, 1944. He says this. You are here today for three reasons. First, because you are here to defend your homes and your loved ones. Second, you are here for your own self-respect because you would not want to be anywhere else. Third, you are here because you are real men and all real men like to fight. With you here, he says, every one of you were kids. You all admired the champion marble player. I don't know how many admires the champion marble player anymore, but back then they did, I guess. The fastest runner, the toughest boxer, the big league ball players, the all-American football players. Americans love a winner, Patton said. Americans will not tolerate a loser. Americans despise cowards. Americans play to win all of the time. I know General Patton is talking about American combat, but I believe it's the same in spiritual combat. He goes on and says this, the real hero is the man who fights even though he is scared. Remember that the enemy is just as frightened as you are and probably more so. They are not super men. All of the real heroes are not storybook combat fighters either, he said. Every single man in this army plays a vital role. Don't ever let up. Don't ever think that your job is unimportant. Every man has a job to do and he must do it. Every man is a vital link in the great chain of war. What a word from over 70 years ago. But it still rings true today. America fights to win. And we will overcome this battle that we are in. But it's more than that. I've come to tell you to stand up, not to fear, even though if you have some fear that's com combating you and it's trying to bring you down, why don't you today stand up and proclaim the gospel like never before? It's time to go into the enemy's camp and get back what he stole from you. You are vital to what happens at firstborn, even at your own home. You are the light. You are the light at your own home. You say, well, I don't feel that way. Well, maybe you need to go to the other side and start doing what God has called you to do in this moment and in this day. So I'm hurrying to a close here this morning.
Let me tell you something that uh, I saw online this past week from one of our wonderful evangelists. He said there's a reason why that, uh, that this might be happening. He said, and this might just be the reason. He said, I, he didn't proclaim that this was, but he said this might be the reason. He said this might just be the thing. He said the devil has c- controlled the television sets and the internet almost since the time that it was invented. He said, but look what's happening today. He said Christians all over the world are proclaiming the gospel message on television sets on the internet we're breaking the internets on Sunday mornings Facebook is having problems and trouble it wasn't whenever the world had it but it's when the Christians start to get in the right page in the right mind in the one accord that God starts to do something we're taking something over that the devil's had for too long There the storm blew up on that body of water. As I said, this is no ordinary lake. And if I had time here this morning, I would tell you about it. But basically, it's like a bowl. There, storms can become very dangerous because of severe winds that that get trapped inside that bowl, like cereal that you would stir. Remember that these disciples were, they were professional fishermen. This is what they did for their living before Jesus came their way. I believe they fished on this lake before because there was much fish in this lake. They knew how to navigate storms, but something was different this time. Maybe it came on them too fast. They were unable to get ahead of it. Whatever the case was, they were going down. We have to get Jesus. He's asleep. I bet it's because he doesn't care. He doesn't care for us. How can he sleep through this? They went back to find Jesus asleep on a pillow, maybe with a little drool coming out of his mouth. Master, don't you see that you're going down? you are today trying to get somewhere in your life you're trying to do as Jesus has instructed you to do Jesus was the one who instructed them to go to the other side he instructed them to go into that storm Jesus knew what was going to happen he was so confident in who he was he went to sleep he wasn't scared he wasn't afraid He knew he had everything in his hands. Jesus isn't afraid of COVID-19. He's not afraid of what's happening in this world today. He said, I have you in the palm of my hands. I'm the one who gives life. I'm the one who takes someone from this world. You're watching this morning. Your life's boat is being tossed to and fro. Fighting it the best you can feel like you're stuck going in circles that it's the middle of the night, the middle of the storm in your darkest hour going through the biggest battle of our lifetime you are afraid and it's a dark and stormy night I could hear you almost arguing with God don't you know a family member of mine has it don't you understand I'm sick right now 
don't you understand? I'm fearful. I'm afraid of what's going to happen. Jesus, the storm's all around me. Master, do you care? And it's raining on the ship of my life. Jesus comes up to the top of that ship. He says, where's your faith? I brought you into the storm. And if I brought you into the storm, I can bring you out. Your fate is in my hands. There, Jesus steps up to the top of that ship, rebukes the wind and the sea, and says, peace be still. Meaning silence or hush. And instantly the wind responded and there was great calm. Let me tell you here this morning, there is going to come a time in that physical storm that you're going through that Jesus is going to step up and say, Silence! Hush! Stop! One day, He's going to come and say, Cancer, be gone. Diabetes, be gone. Family problems, be gone. COVID-19 subside. Don't give up before it happens. Keep going through the storm because Jesus is near. And let me tell you, one day soon, your desperation is going to turn into celebration. Let me tell you at the end of this message what's happening. Just yesterday, what happened to me with a FaceTime call, I asked this man if I could share this, and he said yes. As many of you know, Brother Jimmy Johnson has been in the hospital battling a sickness, battling battling pneumonia. He, he told me, again, it was okay to share this. He's been in the hospital for about a week, a ventilator in his, in his throat, battling for his life. But a day and a half ago, he took a turn for the better, and the prayers that have been going up for him before the throne of God were heard. And Brother Jimmy came off that ventilator, and the doctor said, Jim, we believe that you have been healed of this sickness, and we believe that you will recover 100%. Let me tell you, he, I, I spoke with him face to face. He's still weak, but he still has his faith. He didn't lose his faith through the sickness. He said, though God slay me, yet will I trust him. And God has brought him out of this, and he's going to bring you And now his desperation and his family's desperation has turned into celebration. I wish somebody would take a lap right now in the middle of your house this morning because of what God just did. There's another man. I saw his testimony. I won't say his name. This past week, he was on a ventilator. He was sick, sick, sick. He had an affection in his blood. Pneumonia in both lungs. But prayers were made and Jesus spared his life. The doctor said this. You were one of the lucky ones. He 
looked back and said, I don't believe in luck. I believe in a father that is in heaven. And Jesus is his name. I just believe in a God that can do anything. And he came home a couple of days ago. He's going to recover 100%. God is doing miracles, signs, and wonders in the middle of a storm. It's time not to be frightened or fearful. Upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom. With boldness start to say, I trust in my God. He will bring me through it. And just like he brought those disciples through that physical storm, death, just like he brought those disciples through the greatest storm of their life, so too he is going to bring us through this physical storm that is happening all around us. It might be the tell of a storm right now now but it's going to be the tell of a testimony when we get back together you say well it's two storms Anthony I feel the Holy Ghost come on it's moving in your room right now someone is crying out to God right now come on let the Holy Ghost flow in your room Come on, that's it. Right now, wherever you're at, let the tears flow. Come on. Let the tears flow. As senior pastor said, let me tell you what's happening in this day. God is not defeated. He is not down. He is not down for the count. He is it's not over. Just on this past Friday night, we had a Holy Ghost rally in our house. And we were believing God that whole week that He was going to fill somebody with the Holy Ghost for the very first time. That night, we went to bed. We had no reports of anyone getting the Holy Ghost. We had a few reports of, of people being refilled again in the church, and we thank God for that. But let me tell you, the next day we got up, I got up to look in my messenger, and someone sent me a screenshot and said that someone who had been away from church, they had received the Holy Ghost again in their living room, speaking in other tongues. And then later on that day, Heather came to me and said, you'll never believe this, Anthony there's somebody I'm friends with that don't even go to this church but they were watching and not only were they watching they shared it and a friend of theirs that was a friend of Facebook started watching it and God moved in that person's room and they were filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost never been to a church that's what God's doing He's not asleep. He's not dead. He's in the middle of this situation. And we're going to see a victory. He'll calm the physical storm. But he'll also calm the mental storm. We get to the other side. There's the demoniac comes running up to Jesus. And I don't have time today, but wanted to be healed and delivered no one could deliver him in the natural realm but he saw I believe something different that night he looked across that sea he saw the winds coming in and the waves and he said oh no that ship and all those little ships are going down I've seen it before 
their good is gone. He began to watch, and all of a sudden, something was different about it this time. He saw someone step out and say, peace be still. That lake is not very big, and if I had time, I'd tell you all the dimensions and stuff. But it's not that big. I believe he could look out and see what was happening. He said, if that man can calm a physical storm, he can calm a mental storm and a spiritual storm. Jesus rebuked those devils, cast out those devils into swine. Those swine jumped off the cliff. He was free, completely healed of the emotional and mental storm that he was going through. You might be going through a storm of fear today, an emotional storm. The same God that says, peace be still, and the winds and the water and the rain cease. The same God that can deliver you today of every fear, every sickness every disease I'm talking about the tale of two storms in a dark storm I want to pray for you this morning I believe the Lord has met you in your home I feel the Holy Ghost here there's some of you I believe that you're broken down right now that's all right. As I've said before, continue. Let those tears flow. Cry out to the King of Kings. Maybe this is the first time you've ever experienced something like this, ma'am, sir. You have no idea what's going on. Whenever I pray for you, I want you to repent of your sins and ask God to forgive you. Say, Lord, I'm sorry. I'm a sinner. But it doesn't stop there, ma'am, sir. It doesn't stop there. There's a plan of salvation. After you repent, you must be baptized, as it says in Acts 2 and 38, you must be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, fully immersed in the water. If you've been sprinkled, it's not enough. You've got to be baptized in Jesus' name, fully under the water. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit the Holy Ghost the initial evidence of that is that you will speak in a new language as his spirit gives the utterance it's not you it's him he can fill you this morning all you got to do is repent of your sins and have faith and open up your mouth and begin to talk to him can we pray in the name of Jesus I thank you Lord for the hope that we feel in the greater Rockford land area today. I pray, Lord, right now in the mighty name of Jesus that you will go into each and every household, that you will touch them. If they have a physical storm going on in their life, sickness has come against their body, I pray against that in the name of Jesus. If they have an emotional storm going on, challenge in their mind I pray right now that God you will give them peace that passes all understanding I thank you Jesus I praise you Jesus I pray Lord for those that need to repent 
Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. Forgive me. I need you to come inside. Live with me. Help me to get into relationship with you. Lord, I pray for those that need the Holy Ghost right now. That you would fill them. Open up the windows of heaven. Fill them with your spirit right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Come on, that's it. Wherever you're at, just start to worship with your family and friends. Come on, let's worship together. At the end of this service, come on, we're going to see a victory. Come on, that's it all around this greater Rockford land area. Ah, God is doing something in your household here today. I'm going to see a victory. Oh, I'm going to see a victory. For the battle belongs to you. Can we sing this as we end this service this morning? I'm going to see a victory. I'm going to see for the battle belong to you, Lord. Oh, I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see. Come on, claim that for you and your family in the name of Jesus. Claim that in the name of Jesus. Oh, I'm gonna see a victory. Come on, that's it. Hallelujah. Oh, you turn it for good. You, you take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it. You turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take what the enemy. You take what the enemy meant for evil. And you turn it for good. One more time, yes, Lord. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turned it for good. Turned it for good. I pray the blessings of God would be upon you and your family. We love you all so very much. Thank you for joining us this morning for praise and worship. God bless you as you give uh, into the kingdom. Thank you for your giving, your tithe, and your offering. We'll see you tonight at 5 o'clock. Don't want to miss it. Sister Jessica Marquez is a powerful woman of God, and uh, she has a word for us tonight, I believe, her and her daughter. God bless you. See you at 5 o'clock tonight. God bless you all. We love you all. Have a wonderful afternoon. In Jesus' name.